I'm Austin. And I'm Dominique. And we're here today to share with you our thoughts on Married at First Sight. And through our podcast, Ripe Tomatoes, we'll be sharing our ideas on TV shows and movies that we watch. We're not experts, just people with opinions. And we hope you listen and join in on the conversation. Let's do it. All right. So up first on this latest season of Married at First Sight, we have five couples. And we're first going to start off with Haley and Jake. So Austin, what are your overall thoughts about the couple? Haley and Jake. Um, I think they could work out, but I feel like uh, from the beginning, I feel like something happened from the beginning where I feel like they just kind of like counted each other out and it just kind of blocked all connection, all communication, like, you know, her, I think in his letter, he wrote about like his obsession with the eighties or something like that. And, uh, I feel like she saw that got intimidated about it. She couldn't accept him for who he is and he can't accept her for who she is. But I feel like they have the potential to be a really good couple if they would just like communicate and stop being so petty about things. Yeah, I definitely think they're an interesting couple. I think what actually happened that was the disconnect was when she said she was hanging out with the girls and it ended up being everybody. At the honeymoon, yeah. And the truth is, if she was vibing with him, she would have been like, hey, oh, everybody's down here. Come on down. But she clearly needed her space, right? And I can understand how that could be really hurtful for him. And then we've seen how that bracelet conversation came up mm-hmm. and we've seen how she's interpreted the bracelet conversation versus his intention. From my viewpoint, what he said and what he meant is what he said. Like, I would like for you to care enough to have it here. Right. And when she was talking to her mom, she tried to make it seem like, well, because it costs so much, he just wants to make sure I get it back to him. And I, I honestly don't think that that was the energy that he yeah. was bringing to the conversation. Yeah, it's the symbolism of it, right? Like um, I got something that I thought was like meant a lot to me to give to you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I was in a rush and I sent it to my mom and we haven't been on the right page and it's just a bracelet. And then, so she started going tit for tat with the hat, right? Mm-hmm. And so she just totally like missed the picture on why this bracelet was so important to him. And then also I think, um, I think, like I said before, it's just like that acceptance of like who he is, like as a person, I think he's an awesome person, but it's just like his style and his aesthetic. She can't rock with. I know in this last episode, her friend says something like aside from him being a bad dresser. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like she talks bad about him. And then the people who she talks to about him probably has negative things to say as well. So there's like no like light being shined on. Yeah, he dresses bad, but look how he treats you. Look how you know, successful he is. He take he loves your dogs just as much as his. So I do feel like one of the things I appreciated the most was when they did the Dr. Pepper exercise and she did acknowledge that he was very respectful of her. And I thought that was huge that she identified that because there's a lot of tension in their relationship and it could it could honestly go very differently. Mm-hmm. But in addition, you said something that sparked something for me. The whole acceptance of Jake. I honestly sometimes feel bad for Jake because I feel like almost every expert was given Haley permission to try to change him. I agree. At the end of the day, isn't he 39 or 38? Like he knows who he is and how he wants to dress and what he likes. And I think it's silly. 
Like you guys know that you paired her with the '80s, like fan. And if that's what he wants to celebrate, and you didn't think it was going to be a good fit for her, why pair them? Exactly. And I think for Let her, him be his authentic self, and it's really not that bad. I mean, let's just be honest. The shirt he wore in that last episode that was, was ripped in the, the back. In that was a. I mean, that it looked like Kanye West clothes. <sighs> that was a lot. But other than that, I mean, if this dude doesn't want to wear gym shoes to play play, play golf. Shoes. Why does that upset you so much, dear? You right. guys have bigger things to worry about. Yeah, exactly. And I I don't know. I just kind of wish they would get out of each other, get out of their own way. Um, and, this, and, and to your point, you said, like, he's very sure of himself. Like, what, what woman wouldn't want a husband who's sure of himself, right? Because that's less that you have to deal with. Like, you don't have to deal with, like, this insecurity of him feeling like he doesn't belong or X, Y, and Z. It's like, no, this is who I am. Now we can focus on our marriage. So I don't know how it'll go down decision day. I honestly don't know. So I feel like, and I do want to be clear that I don't think that like Haley's the enemy and or anything like that. I do think some of the editing kind of made it seem that way. I do think there are times where Jake didn't necessarily show up yeah, in the sure. conversations and his energy and his whole like vibe was kind of negative sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you think about the couple's retreat and they're trying to talk about what they learned and he was very much like cut off at that point. Yeah. And him leaving the couple's retreat to go like get his dogs because he was terrified without telling her. I'm like, that was weird. Yeah. It just could have been like, hey, the dog sitter had to go into work at 4 a.m. I looked at the camera and the dogs were just like lethargic. I'm going to go now. Yeah. And she could have gotten in the car and trailed him to go back and check on the dogs but for him to just not say anything it's like i think that's a testament of like their disconnect and he takes like a lot of shots um there's like some things have been said and he would say something along the lines of like that's a uh, that's a testament of our relationship or that's like an analogy of our relationship mm-hmm. and just kind of like negative about it sometimes so yeah i will say overall i really do think that they could work i do 100 percent understand how it could be hard for Haley though yeah. if we're just being honest like being 28 yeah she's 28, 28 she's yeah. very attractive and she got paired with a guy that's significantly older than her unless she asked for that yeah that would be a shocker and maybe something that i personally also would not have been excited about mm-hmm. yeah but i do think that what i do wish i know that this is going to be it's obviously publicized on national television so maybe i think that's why a lot of people feel more comfortable sharing all their details with their family and friends because they know they'll see it anyway. Mm -hmm. But I do wish that she would have protected him a bit more and did not talk as badly about him, like the conversation you referenced. Because if she does choose to stay married to him, it'll be a little bit of an obstacle. Right. And she can forgive him and look past that stuff, but her friends and family will not. He'll forever be the 80s guy, the bad dresser, the one who was causing a ruckus over a bracelet. Like he'll forever be that to her friends and family, so. Yeah, and I have to say, I do feel like this last episode is edited in a way where it's supposed to lead us to believe that they both will say yes. Yeah, I agree. And, but these are my true feelings regardless of this last episode. I feel like they have a lot of tension and I feel like they have a lot of things they need to work through. I do think with Haley saying that she's kind of slower in relationships. Oh, I want to say this. This whole concept of like, I've been single for the last seven years. It's just like mind blowing. She's 28, sis. She's 28. It's just so dramatic. Like, 
I'm not trying to be funny. I do understand that that probably feels like a lot, but like sis, like ain't that deep. You were focusing on exactly what you should have been focusing on in your life at this time. You, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but anyways, so back to what we were saying that I feel like off camera, they may have a fighting chance. I do think they still will definitely need therapists. I think that their communication issues are like really there, but I do believe that they could work. And I really believe that it would be a shame to say no on decision day because this is how I feel about all the couples. Unless you are absolutely certain that you want to say no because you cannot stand it. Like if you remember Mindy in the past episode, like that, of course she was going to say no, right? Mm -hmm. But otherwise, it's, it's, it's a real marriage. It's going to be a divorce anyway. So I feel like you owe it to yourself to see what it feels like outside of the context of being filmed every day. Right. And that's a prime example of um, uh, what's the couple from last season? Not Amani and Woody, but um, Miles and Karen. Karen. It's like I we were watching, I think it was couples cam or something. And they talked about how much better it's been for them mm -hmm. outside of production. I mean, because if you watch the show, like we noticed today, they go to sleep with microphones attached to them. And production is like no matter what, like I'm like I'm gonna be in your face, <laughs> and so it's like with that pressure aside and the whole world watching, and you can just like be your authentic self, if you will, when the cameras aren't rolling. And I think they'll be more accepting of each other. Yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure that we we really didn't get to see until actually last season. And I'm drawing a blank Brandy. on her name. No, okay, no, but yes. But no, the girl with the dark hair and then the guy that was kind of shy. And we got to see them at the game night and saw that production was like asking oh. her to ask these questions and things like that. Yeah, It helped us see like how involved production really was. And it can be a lot of pressure. So yeah. some of these conversations are forced. Like some of the interactions with people outside of the marriage is forced. So I really do... I think there are a lot of situations where Haley and Jake look like they worked well together. Mm -hmm. um, but I have to say this as well, and then I'll see what your thoughts are about decision day. I get a little nervous that I feel like both of them have this concept of like, oh, if this doesn't work out, it's a failure. And him saying, you know, well, I'm about to be 40, then I'll have to be dating again. So I might as well make this work. Like it totally reminds me of we ain't getting no younger, so we might as well do it. Like, I don't mm. like that. Like, why are you settling? That's what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like, oh, I see all these great qualities for her. And I understand why we were matching. I want to try and fight for it. He literally was like, well, you know, I might as well try to make this work. Right. Yeah. I don't like that energy. However, I do think that they, I don't know. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think that they will both say yes. Yeah. I think, uh, I think he'll say yes and she'll say no. Mm. That's where I stand. It's a possibility for sure. Yeah, I think she'll say no. I think once she like really reflects, especially right now with his, with it being one day before decision day, when she reflects on like how it just like plateaued literally from like day two when they were on the honeymoon, day two or day three, I don't, she's 28. I don't think she wants to spend the rest of her life figuring out how to make it work with a guy who she feels as if she's not like, 
I don't want to say compatible with because they attracted. are compatible, but attracted. Yeah, because I think she struggles with attraction. That's fair. And I she, about that actually. And she's like, I would say they're both attractive people, but I think she is probably more attractive than he is. Mm-hmm. So I, with I, I would say with her level of attraction and the influences of her friends and family saying bad things about him, I think her view of him is just like completely tainted. That's so it'll be a no a for her. Yes for him. And you know, the truth is, the truth is, when you're on a show like this and people know you have the intention of being married, mm-hmm. her dating prospects, if she were to say no, Ooh, would likely increase. People yeah. know what to expect. They know the energy she's going to bring to the relationship. She's competitive, so a lot of guys like that. Yeah. So. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. All right, off to Ryan and Clara. Ryan and Claire, I'll let you start this one. Oh, great. Okay, cool. So here's the thing. I have such a hard time with Ryan and Clara because I like both of them individually, actually. But I don't like how they talk about their marriage because I feel like for the longest time, with the exception of the last episode, so this is the episode before Decision Day, um, Ryan... Ryan did, not Clara. Ryan was very honest Mm. on this episode. But Clara, the basically halfway through the relationship, started to change her tune and just tried to make us believe that this was like the ideal marriage and the ideal match. A 10 out of 10. And the rest of us are watching and it's like, whoa, y'all not on the same page when it comes to like religious beliefs. You guys are not on the same page when it comes to outlook on life in general. Right. Like, like I... you got upset because he asked you, what was your motivating force in life? Thanks for coming to my TED talk. Here's some free donuts. It's like, right, sis, yeah. he just wanted to get to know you. And and that's building that like intimate. And here's the thing, right? Intimacy, right? Is not just like in the bedroom. Intimacy is built when you can have like deep conversations and connect intellectually. And I think that could be a problem for him. Like, I guess sexually, if you will, because it's like, I don't like, I don't feel an intimate connection with her because we can't have deep conversations, conversations. right? That's like the one year, uh, I forgot who it was, but she was like, basically he said, in order for me to like be connected to you, we got to have a deep conversation. And at the end of the conversation, she was like, all right. So we had an intellectual conversation. You want to go to the bedroom? It was just like checking the box. And it's like, no, Jasmine and Will. Yeah. So it's like, no, just like, be in that moment with them like even as much as you don't want to just be in that moment have the conversation and i guarantee you if she would have um i guess leaned in a little bit more into like that side of him she probably would have got some by now there's a possibility uh yeah for sure because he may have felt more of an emotional connection and less of just like a strictly physical one because we know they edit a bunch, but so far we haven't actually seen them have conversations about anything where they actually were on the same page. Right. So it's strange to me because it's like she almost built up this infatuation with him. And I can understand how he doesn't feel like he's getting what he needs from this marriage. Mm-hmm. But since you brought it up, the whole sexual conversation. They do kind of bother me a bit because yeah, I, feel like, stuff. I feel like I feel like you're married, Ryan, 
And if you want to go down the path of doing everything else, but actually have intercourse with her, to me personally, that feels a little bit like manipulative. Yeah, like I If agree. you want to make sure you have an emotional connection, then maybe you just have better boundaries until you get there. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Don't get favors and then not give her what she wants. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like that. But I do, I have to say, I appreciate at the couples retreat how she's like this is the pace of our marriage and this is where we are and i, I kind of like that she was able to communicate them as a united front mm -hmm. um although we all saw all the episodes before where she was just like nah bro i just want sex right yeah and i think and i think that's another thing for her why she's having a hard time is because she's not used to this pace and this is based on what she said she's mm -hmm. like sex right out the gate for her and so I think this is probably a slowdown that she needs to truly get to know somebody. But then again, Ryan, like, come on, fam. Like, y'all married. You, you're, even though you haven't told her you love her, your actions show that you love her, man. So just like, I don't know, just, just go for it. But However, I honestly feel like, I feel like he should have had better boundaries and not done as much at all, honestly. However... I can't respect the fact that he did not go all the way because the vibes that I'm getting right now is that he's taking a step back and he's really seeing things for what they are at face value. And he's realizing like, okay, while her mom didn't decide to be um, fully invested in her faith until she has a child, we can't assume that Clara is her it's mother. It's the same way, yeah. Like she's a grown woman too. Her beliefs and her values and how she wants to raise her children may stay. So what do you do then? Right. And so I guess the other issue for me, though, is I feel like he has a right to change his mind. But I feel like in his love letter to her at the couple's retreat and most of his communications before he has communicated that he will be there forever. Mm -hmm. Yes. And now he's changing his tune. And I feel like that to me is concerning. I know he has the right but I feel like he should have been more guarded with his words at the beginning then. Cause I think if so here's my prediction. I think he will say no. And I think that she's going to be completely blindsided by this. And mm -hmm. I think she absolutely will say yes. Yeah. I, um, I think, I think both of them will say yes. Cause at the end of the day, they're not really equally yoked if we're just being honest. Yeah. True. That's true. I think both of them will say yes for sure. But the longevity of it, I don't know. Uh, but then again, it's like, I feel like once she hears that I love you or hears that yes, like that yes would be, a, I hope would be a I love you for her. Um, but then no. again, I, I don't know. He has to actually say, say it. it. The yeah. only thing that is it is if he says it. I feel like if he does say yes, that they will have a good relationship. I really do believe that. But I do feel like there are needs, that, like intellectual needs and like spiritual needs that he would may not get mm -hmm. from her That's but i true. do think they could still have a happy marriage i really do i think one thing that is great about claire is that she is ride or die for sure i think that's pretty clear yeah for sure all right vincent and brianna vincent and brianna i'll just come out the gate i think both of them will say yes but vincent has to be careful with being tit for tat like this last episode she said, I don't like that you're disorganized. Well, I heard you were bossy and uh, and that was a turnoff for me. Like, why would you tell your wife like you're turned off by something about her, right? And she came out and said, 
she was like, the fact that you said that, you know, you're turned off by something for me is like a problem for me. But then again, she has to stop being so nitpicky and trying to force him to like live life in a way that she wants him to live. Like wake up at this time. If you actually listen to what she said, she said, you are unorganized, but I'm organized enough for both of us. She didn't say, and I want to change you. She said, I'm I'm not worried about it. Yeah. So, but, but that unorganized came with the addition of everything that she said in the past so to us it's just y'all gotta let you're organized y'all don't let the past go (laughs) for her for him it was just like for her it was just you're unorganized but for him it was like you know champagne vinny and he's sensitive okay champagne vinny was the cutest little moment i don't even know why he got yeah exactly but they that she has to stop nitpicking and he has to stop going back and forth and he did a great job at that um, at the dinner table, and when she said, are you nervous about decision day? He said, not at all. And just gave her that assurance. And Vinny's friend needs to be like a therapist because that dude is like, Vinny, you tripping, bro. You His are really friends, tripping. He has ride or die friends who really are helpful. Yeah. I will never forget how Brandon and Taylor from the previous season did not have friends that checked them ever. And that was like mm-hmm. so mind boggling. So I really appreciate Vinny's friends. Yeah, I think Vinny and Brianna, no doubt saying yes, um, and we'll have a wonderful, happy marriage. I think Brianna has a world of patience, yeah. honestly, with Vinny. I think he's a great man, but I do agree. I think a lot of the things she says are taking, taken by him of, like, as an offense. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she ever means anything that way. Yeah. And that's what's hard because it's hard to watch. It's like, sir, True. she loves you. Like, yeah. she wasn't trying to hurt you. Yeah, and, and he admitted, like, he's not good with asking for help. He struggles with, like, criticism and you know it sounds like he has some insecurity so i think it's definitely something that they'll work to through together as they continue to go through counseling i think they'll have an awesome marriage like they'll be one of those couples like five years from now just like you know the couples can with some of the old couples are like mm-hmm. happy loving life enjoying each other i think they'll be perfect together so. i think so too i do think they really still have to figure out the timing for the children and all of that um so that's going to be a big hot topic but if they can work through that, mm-hmm. I think they'll be good. Yes. And she needs to like let him know the seriousness of the health risk. Yes. And this is just like what we're exposed to based on editing. She's like, I got high blood pressure and I'm scared to have kids. And he's just like, you scared to have kids? Like what? So, yeah, like, so she like needs more to. Context. Yeah. She needs to like tell him these are the implications of high blood pressure in birthing children. So. Right. All right. So off to Virginia and Eric. It's going to be a no for me, dog. They're, they're going to say yes, but I don't think they should say yes. It's just the maturity. It's the maturity of Virginia. Like, she's at a phase where she's, like, still fresh out of undergrad. Not really. She she's, like, 20, four years old. Yeah, but she's still, like, in party phase, whereas, like, he's already been married. He's 34, and he has an attitude of, like, I've done this before, so do it my way because I have experience. And he, like, fathers her Ooh. more than husbands her. You're not lying. My He's thing, not the house band. <laughs> I, I like Eric, but I really do think that he is actually controlling. And mm. whether or not he intends to be is honestly highly irrelevant. Yeah. But so you have a guy that's controlling, then you have a woman who lacks maturity. Let's just call a spade a spade. Like, I Virginia get- is not mature, and I do not have any clue why they thought that this was going to be a good match like you get blackout drunk and go sleep on your male friend's couch it's just like no 
if I hear you bring up your male friends and how important and prioritizing that relationship over your husband is another time, I am so certain, like not really, but I imagine that her male friends will watch the show and be like, sis, no. I don't think so because- I really think they would be like, sir, girl, please don't stay at my house. Go home. Yeah. If they knew that it was as big of a deal. Right, exactly. Yeah, so they're going to say yes, but I think they should say no. And I think Virginia, and I sound judgmental right here, but I think in the long run, they're going to need to address like this drinking. Yeah, no, and I think Pastor Cal. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. So I personally think that, oh, I I actually really don't know. I'm going to make a decision here shortly, but I kind of feel like Virginia may be more open to potentially saying no, Mm -hmm. because I think Virginia is extremely afraid of changing yeah and she feels like she would be losing who she is as she adapts to eric and as we've seen eric is kind of like cut or dry he's like, he thinks he's compromising but he's really he's very much like if it's not like this i'm not doing it yeah and she knows that and she's like you know what i don't want to give up my life like that mm-hmm. and i agree with how i agree with her thoughts and her father's thoughts about how every marriage is different but i do feel like I agree with Eric that there are some things that are standard and maybe you should just be okay with coming home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And the whole, like the way he acts with her dog, it's like, bro, chill out. Yeah. I think she definitely has some growing up to do. And I think perhaps the experts thought that being paired with him, it can help her grow versus someone her age that just would have been a firecracker. Right. Yeah, for sure. So I think potentially I will go with that they may also both say yes. I don't know. This whole house thing, she overthinking that too. Mm-hmm. I feel like she may be looking for ways to say no, but I'm going to go with they both say yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Last couple, Chris and Paige. We obviously don't have to say too much. We all, I think we all know how they're we better in. Let me say this. Dominique and I are both Christians and this we're I, I don't think God is 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 in this like they say and they are. So it's this is not like a representation of like it's it's not a good representation of faith. And I really wish they would stop. I wish they would stop saying it. I wish they would stop. Yeah. God ain't in that mess, Chris. Leave him out. No, Chris no and Chris Chris is just not a good dude. Like we don't because, know that. We don't know that. Yeah, true. But based on this, this is what I'm saying. We based know on Chris this show, is not showing up as a good dude. Yeah, Chris <laughs> is not showing up as a good dude, and he's very manipulative, right? So he could like treat Paige like trash, and trash not commute, and Paige not communicate with him, and then he says, "Well, I called you three times." Like he's good with his words oh. and making Paige like feel bad. But I love Paige's like growth throughout the show. It's just like, shut up, Chris. Like. I ain't putting up with it no more. It took long enough, man. Mm-hmm. But I understand she was, she is legally married. She really wanted this. I get it. But baby girl put up way too much. I yeah, personally think. I agree. And I think that I really hope that she's grown her esteem of herself and will she's not a tolerate. Woman. Yeah, um, the way that the fact that he made her feel any any other way is like frustrating. To yeah, me. it's like you made her. You told her to her face. I well, no, he said I wasn't really attracted to your face. I think he said it to her or to Pastor Cal, and then so it's like, but on the first night you were willing to have unprotected sex with her. It's like you're literally not attracted to me, but you're willing to have unprotected sex with me. So I just um, clearly it's a no, right? But based on this last episode, 
it definitely looked like Chris is going to be on some manipulative Chris stuff again, right? But I just hope Paige sticks to her guns and let her nose be no. The only answer that Paige should have is no. She's she's experienced more in eight weeks than I hope to ever experience in my life. Facts. Like, the Bible says, let your yeses be yes and your noes be no. And God is in your no, Chris. I mean, Paige. (laughs) God is in your no too, Chris. So Yeah, and I think it's been very clear that Chris honestly doesn't really value marriage. Like, that kind of came through with some of the conversations about his past and things like that. So I think, like, the idea of marriage is intriguing, but the actual, like, covenant may not be as important to him at this time in his life. Obviously, anyone can change, but what we're seeing today on television. And I feel like, this is my last point, I feel like the most times he's, like, complimenting her was, like, about her body. Yeah, he will quickly say she got a nice body, but then just disrespect everything else. Or, Or that she's nice on paper. Sir, stop. Right, exactly. So, it, yeah, his level of care and everything. So, no, no to Chris and Paige. But I do hope that she finds love. She's a beautiful spirit, and mm-hmm. I think she deserves it. And Chris deserves it, too, when he's, ready, when he's and, ready and he's ready to commit. Exactly. All right, well, those are her thoughts on Married at First Sight, and those are our predictions. We will find out next week if we're right or wrong. So, definitely get in touch with us on Instagram. Um at Black Adventure 6. Yeah, you can find us there and let us know your thoughts. We will post like a picture of this and comment below your predictions. Let's see where we all end up. We'll holla at y'all later. All right. Peace. Peace.